The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Poppin' Congregation, we're back with another installment of Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them. We will see. I'm your host, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, and I'm very what? Yes, excited. Come on, wasn't that intro fire? You know, you didn't speed it up. I'm just talking fast. Uh, but y'all, I am extremely excited for this guest today. Today, we have an award-winning journalist, honey. Y'all know I'm not a journalist, but we got a journalist on the show, okay? On-air host and culture critic. She previously hosted the podcast The Nod and For Colored Nerds with friend of the show Eric Eddings. Y'all know the episode was popping. She is the current host of NPR's It's Been a Minute, taking over from another friend of the show, Sam Sanders. Yes! Congregation, please give a warm welcome to Brittany Luce. Hi, Brittany. Hello, Lacey. I'm so happy to be here. You don't even know. I'm I feel so, so happy blessed. To have you? We were just chit chatting before we started. And I was like, oh, I guess we got to start doing work because uh, <laughs> we can sit here all damn day. I was like, and another thing. <laughs> I'm so excited. Honestly, I once you told me who this episode is going to be about, I just feel so fucking highly favored right now. Yeah, uh, listen, I feel highly favored as well because I'm so glad that we have you for this episode. Um, y'all have, you know what? I guess y'all be able to tell from the title, but y'all They'll have been tagging me in this. Listen, the congregation <laughs> don't play. They don't play. They got testimonies. They sending ravens, carrier pigeons with little backpacks. They're like, if you don't do this episode, and we're doing it. See, I still didn't say it. Look at me. But Brittany, before we even get into the, the things, the exciting mm-hmm. things, this is also exciting, but... We always ask on the show, what is your relationship with scams? Have you been scammed? Have you ever run a scam that's past the statute of limitations? Do you love them? Do you hate them? It could literally be anything. I have never really, blessedly, I ha- other than like any man that I've dated, I haven't been scammed. Um, <laughs> Every man is a scam. I really we about, do say I that on the show. Like, I've never been scammed. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, other than that, I haven't really been scammed. And like even one time somebody tried to... This is maybe 12 years ago, somebody tried to lift, you know, like, you know how like they'll have those card readers or whatever at like, yeah. a fast food place mm-hmm. and they'll like take your info and try to like buy stuff with it. Yeah, they'll uh, copy your card or the Yes, info, somebody yep. tried to copy my card at a KFC about 12 years ago. And Not the KFC. Uh, laughs on them because I only had $6 in my account, so they tried to buy gas. 
<laughs> gas. Oh, you're and not even getting car. a gallon. I wasn't even buying gas. Why did you think you were going to buy gas? Like, what? I'm trying to buy petroleum? Oh, they wild. <laughs> they wild. I know. I'm like, what do you think this is? Eggs? Like, you think I'm rich? Right. You going to Gucci? Gucci Mm-mm. gas? No, we don't <laughs> pay for that. Yeah. So I haven't really been scammed and I haven't really run scams. I mean, aside from like lying at like different office jobs, like if I had a boring office job, sometimes I would just tell my boss like, oh, I need to go to, I'd say Walgreens to buy like pantyhose or something like that or tampons or something else that I knew that he didn't want to hear about or ask about. And then I would like go on a date. I go hang out (laughs) with my friends. (laughs) Not the work date. (laughs) Yes, like middle of the day. Actually, one time I went with Eric, I think a long time ago to get like, he went, he was picking up an engagement ring and I was like, oh, I'll meet you in the Diamond District. Like, absolutely no problem. I can be gone for two hours. Like, say no more. Um, But that's not really a scam. That's just being strategic, I think, and like using time management. Yeah. As we all should. As we all should. I love that though, Brittany. I love that you were going up to your boss. You're like, hey, so I'm bleeding. (laughs) <laughs> out of the my uh i'm shedding my utero lining yeah. lining right now <laughs> he was like okay don't tell me i'll be back in three hours i'm going yeah. to see avatar <laughs> like, literally i was like Ava from Abbott elementary that was like how i acted at so many of my office jobs but you know what though i persevered and since i've been a journalist i've actually been very upstanding and i have i have the references to prove it but no actually i'm not that big into scammers my husband loves them why are you whispering? He home right now? He is. He's in the next room over. He's like, <laughs> no, he uh, he loves them. He's always watching American Greed. He is always listening to Dateline. I had never listened to the Dateline podcast before until we were on a drive back from Massachusetts last summer. And it was just like scam after lie, after cheat, after. And I ate it up. But he's gotten me since into like he was the first person I knew who was really like on the Elizabeth Holmes situation. Like if there's a new scammer. He knows about it. He knows who they are. He's heard about it. And he usually is the person telling me. Lizzie is a scam superstar. So, okay. I, I, I flex with your husband. I like your husband. Uh, <laughs> me too. He's cool. Tell him to watch the con on ABC. There's lots of scams. And I'm on it. That's just, <laughs> just me But, um, no, I love that. I mean, I think that there's a general fascination with scams that's increased right now. Because, one, everyone loves true crime. But I like that we can do true crime without the murder and the gore. Because I just personally don't want to talk about some nice white lady getting murdered on her walk home. I think that's just... It's it's real. So, it's people's lives. It's, it's so, scary. you know, even I can't though this deal is with true lives, crime because it makes me think I'm going to get, you know, I'm saying like bludgeon, murder, stalk beaten and like i don't want to think about that i can't do true crime because it stresses me out you know that's the exact opposite for most people i'll say that there's an interest in true crime too because when you're watching it i think we all i'm gonna whisper guys because this is a little secret um i think we all kind of have this thought in true crime that like when we watch something we're like oh now i'm learning all the things not to do so this doesn't happen to me. That's what, <laughs> like, that's what it is. That's what people say. And for me, I'm like, no, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? My dumbass would. And so let me not even get caught up. Actually, no, there's a lot of things that like, I'm not like horror movie bad. You know, we're like people in horror movies. We're just like, girl. Hello? Who yeah, is it's that? Just like, Quit playing. <laughs> I'm just completely this alone. This funny. <laughs> Yeah, no, (laughs) they're always just completely fucking things up. I'm not that bad. No, we're not investigating. Black people don't investigate. I hear a sound. I'm out. I don't need to know. I see people running. I'm running with them. I'll figure out why we're running when we get there. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not going to wait around. I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. Wherever we're going, whatever direction. I'm arriving. Yeah. But yeah, no, I 
I don't like murder and stuff like that. It stresses me out. I yes. Anxiety. Same. Same. Yeah, and that's really why I love doing a scam podcast because we get to warn each other, but we also get to laugh. And sometimes there's nasty people, but you know, we get past it. But before we get into our next segment, what's hot and fraud, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. Scams! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing it right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Cut! And we're back and it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist or more often than not, we get a letter from you guys as always. Stitch on your friends, your family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. Brittany, I just need a fake name from you. Uh, it could be anything. We don't care about gender. A fake name. Um, Selena. Selena. Oh, like Selena, Saladino. Yeah, literally. I have a Selena children's book that I got from my niece. Like last year, like in like a tizzy, I was like, oh, this looks so good. I'm going to buy it for her. And then I like, obviously, like, you know, she sadly passes away at the end of the book. 
I thought it was going to be <gasps> a book about like the book? I right. I thought they were just going to say, oh, this is a powerful, you know. Yeah, it was supposed like, to be her doing the washing musician. machine. And yeah, like, like bitty bitty bomba. Boom, yeah. No. yeah no. And then they were like, they really put it in there. I said, I can't give this to her. My niece is just turning about to turn five. I can't, I can't tell That's her. That's not a children's book. They put your no. Lotus Saldi bar up in there. It, that ain't right. Literally. So now it's my book. You know she's supposed to get out of jail this year. Uh, I'm trying to figure I out. Know, um, where, <laughs> I'm trying to figure um, out where we're supposed I to be. Mean, so I can be like, come outside. Uh, we yeah. ain't gonna jump you. <laughs> I just, I, you know, she, she gonna have to figure it out. That's all I can say. She'll I don't know what she's gonna out. do with her life because since we know. know. Also, I feel bad for the actress who played Yolanda Saldivar I because know. I think that ruined her career because she did it a little too good. And then we all started <laughs> looking at her like she was Yolanda. No. You know what? I think she passed a few years ago. No, really? Lupe Ontiveros. I think that's, pre- I'm pretty sure that's who played her. I'm pretty sure that's who played her. Um, She was a sweet lady. I mean, from what I saw, from what I understand, I mean, like, but she really acted because like you said, she played her a little too good. Yeah, she acted a down and I feel bad. A little too good. Yeah. A little too good. The, the next thing I saw her in was like this Christmas and I was like, oh, I'm glad that she's getting some more roles because I felt bad because <laughs> no. she acted- she did it so good. It was like Lawrence Fishburne yes. and what's love got to do with it. It was like, now we just, when we think of. Yeah, it's we, just like the wigs in that film worked in his favor. I think, yeah. I think the wigs kind of kept it. So it's like, okay, Ike Turner is a character in this film. Cause he, I don't know when I close my eyes, like when I really think I can see Ike Turner, but the first face is Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, <laughs> so you got to be careful playing villains. Sometimes you, you can be too talented. Yeah, you can't do it too good. You, they did it too Mm-mm. good, and now Mm-mm. I think of them. I, honestly, <laughs> I don't even know what Yolanda Saldivar looks like. I think of the actress. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she did it too good. Oh. <laughs> She's so talented. But okay, so Selena. So Selena says, Lacey, my parasocial love, I wanted to give the rest of my con- the rest of the congregation a warning about a common scam. We broke people are fiending off on Facebook. <laughs> Why are you going to say we broke Listen, inflation is high. This background info. Uh huh. Look. And it's made up. It's a scam. When I saw that, what was that, Congress, where she had that big, like, uh, pie chart up and how, like, (laughs) most of inflation right now is corporate greed, I was like, ah. I was like, um, let's run, let's pause this. Can we spend some more time on this? I want to vote on this. Right. They were like, milk is $9 because of the economy. (laughs) No, you're (laughs) raising the price. In heavy air quotes. Nah, we didn't do this. The economy did it. Like it's a tribunal somewhere. Like it's out of our control. (laughs) Fruity Pebbles is $10 because of the economy. Wait, how much are eggs where you live? Oh, man. I don't know, actually. And that's not because I just have Is it like an Oprah thing where you just haven't been in the You're so rich. You haven't been in the grocery store. No, it's not. It's not. Is that is it's not? No, it's a trifling thing of like, I need to go to the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) I just been eating at work, (laughs) going to sleep. That's it. (laughs) But uh, I do know that like last time I went to the grocery store and I thought like I was like, I I got a reward from Postmates that was like, you get a month of free showtime. I said, a month of free showtime? Oh, I don't give y'all too much money. What? Wow. I was unlocking like secret levels I've never on even Postmates. Heard of that. Yeah. That's when I was like, I gotta go to the grocery store. <laughs> and I messed up and I went to the worst grocery store you can go to without a list, Target. And I left there. No. It's not even that's not that's it's not even really a grocery store. No. <laughs> I didn't like we got a little like, something to eat in the corner. <laughs> I went in there, I was like, oh, I need all of this. Uh, the first thing I put in my cart was eyelashes. And I was like, this is not what I came for. No. 
<laughs> you can't. There's no protein in those. <laughs> Yo, and I had a black lady auntie check me out. What she's talking about? When I finished, she was like, "Oh, we're gonna have to restock the shelves." I said, "Sis, now you don't have to do me like this." <laughs> oh no! You didn't have she to called, read me. The heart called you greedy. <laughs> she read me, and it was expensive. I was like, "Oh my god!" And also, Target's the worst place to buy groceries. Like, I love Target. If they sponsor the show, I, I love Target. So on average, right now, thank you, Super Producer Judith Cargbo. Uh, the price of eggs in LA is seven dollars. I paid seven dollars for eggs uh, yesterday, and I. I'm gonna treasure each one. I'm gonna savor each egg, like it's That's the aggressive. last one I'll ever get. I was born with eggs. They shouldn't cost that much. Mine were free. <laughs> wow. Yeah, open wow. your third eye. I had to tap my third <laughs> eye for that one. Wow. <laughs> Message. Message. So Selena says that she's trying to warn the congregation about. Uh-huh some scams on Facebook, which we all know Facebook is ripe for scams. The age demographic there, they know what they're doing. So Mm. like so many of us, I'm all about decluttering and selling my stuff when I need some coin because apparently I'm best at cleaning my own apartment only when I'm getting paid for it. A self-scam. I get that. I'm there. (laughs) So the thing is, I ditched all social media a few years ago for my health. Oh, look at you. Wow. Oh, man. I bet their third eye is open. I know. Oh, <sighs> I need to get rid- I can't get rid of social media, but I, I kind of Selena's my role model at this point. Yes. Write the book, Selena. <laughs> so, but I left my Facebook profile alive solely for the sake of private sales through the marketplace. I don't have a meta-owned app on my phone, all due to the educating you do on the pod. Oh, okay, yes. And then all caps. Everyone is sus by default. You're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> Be suspicious. <laughs> okay. Always look over your shoulder. <laughs> That's what we teach here. So, but avoiding social media means it's easier for me to arrange sales through text for us up pores. Why are you Selena? What? Why are you calling yourself a poor in here? We all poor. We live in America. Okay, only 1% are rich. The rest of us are paying to keep this bitch afloat, okay? (laughs) 1% are rose on the door, and the rest of us is Jack freezing on that on the side of it. We feel you. Oh. So, so it says for us upright pores, we're used to selling our stuff and it's not weird to exchange contacts historically. So I will say, I still have a TV that I bought off Facebook Marketplace. Like, you know when people are moving and they're just like, we got to get rid of this. Like, Oh my gosh, they don't even care who take, they'll give it to you for anything. Mm-hmm. That's how I got a TV. And I showed up, wow. got the TV and it was in great condition. It still works. I got the TV like seven years That's ago. That's how I got a patio set. I got a patio set from like Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. for like It was like six chairs, a table, an umbrella. It was like 130 okay. bucks. Oh, damn. Yeah, they were you trying know, to get... I found out a scam. Here's a scam. Patio mm-hmm. furniture and indoor furniture cost the same. What the fuck's that about? That makes no sense. I can't even get into it. You would think that the... I don't... I feel like the outdoor furniture should be cheaper, but then it also needs yes. to be like weatherproof. Right. So I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, that's what they want you to think. And I don't, I'm not buying it. It's, I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. You have to cover it. How weatherproof is it? I mean, you did buy it. You did buy it. Well, okay, but you got it at a discount. Yes, exactly. Secondhand. (laughs) And and listen, I love a, I love a steal. I love a deal. So when Annie, in quotes, whose profile is a smiley young woman, wanted to buy a cute Ikea cart off of me for $20, I was just so happy to arrange a quick sale. 
She asked for my phone number, saying she's not on Facebook much. And let me tell you, as a social media avoider, this really got me. It's fucking, it's fucking annoying to do Facebook when you hate Facebook. Fair. So she was like, let's get to the point. Let's text. Mm-hmm. I get that. Let's get to the point. So mm-hmm. I gave her my number and minutes later was texted a Google Voice What's verification that? code. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. hell no, says Selena. So I will say I looked this up and in the U.S., if you get a Google, I have a Google Voice number. Me it's too, not my too. real number. But in the U.S., you can make your Google Voice number your real number. I looked it up. Why would you want to do that? So here's why. So Selena said, I reported that shit immediately and looked up the scam. Apparently, what they do is they target sellers on Marketplace and use Google Voice to impersonate the seller. If they get the verification code, they can link your phone number to their account and access your contacts to further scam them. An update on the classic calling someone's granny for money, but this time the scammer is calling from your real verified phone number. That's a good scam. Mm-hmm. So be That's careful out one. there. Don't give out verification codes to anyone, even if they insist on getting it to prove you're real. And then they put some screenshots of the conversation here. Annie, smiley ass Annie, the scammer was like, hey, I interested to pick it up or. Oh, no. I, uh, see, I try, my brain tried to make sense of this. I'm going to read it as it lays. OK, OK. They're they're definitely in another country and maybe going through a translator. Hey, I interested to pick up it. When are you available? And then uh, mm. poor Selena didn't notice these typos said, wonderful. Today after six is good or tomorrow after 4 p.m. Selena's so ready to sell. She's ready to sell the little cart. I feel you, girl. I feel you. You thought you had a sale. That's the decimal meter. You're like, look, I got a sale. It's quick. Let's do it. But I would have been confused by that first. Hey, I interested to Mm-mm. pick up it. The it ending the sentence with it. Mm-mm-mm. And I mean, people have language barriers. When I speak Spanish, I know I sound like this. So I, that yeah. doesn't bother me as much. But it's like, I don't know. There's too many typos in there for me. That's what I'm saying. It's too many. And like the way that the what it is the subject of that sentence. Mm-hmm. In addition to the typos and it being in like at the very end of the sentence, that to me is just like it's like. I only speak English. I'm constantly typing things into Google Translate. And I'm just saying, like, if I know, like you said, I know that's how I sound. So I'm just kind of like that combined with the Google Voice link, the yeah. the real, the the hurry, hurry, trying to be on Facebook and all this and that. There's too many things that are not yeah. quite. Adding up. The math is not mathing. And the, the other text that they screenshot says, okay, cash or Venmo. And then Selena says, cash preferred, but honestly, either is fine. Can you make it today? Selena's trying to get that 20. She's I like, give it. me that 20 twin it. twin. I get it. Annie, in quotes, says, okay, there's a comma, but no space. It says, okay, I am not active Facebook all time. Period. No space. Please give me your contact number i will call you so Mm-mm. Mm-mm. y'all watch out for typos look we all have grammatical errors but if you see too many typos it's probably somebody from another country running everything through a translating device which always gives us poor translation like yes google translate be fronting like they actually know what mm, they're talking about it's not what they it's not giving what they say it's going to give as somebody who's sent plenty of emails to try to um get hotel reservations for vacations <laughs> um 
I know I have sent some very Annie like messages <laughs> trying right. to seem like trying to be helpful. Call myself trying to be helpful. Somebody in Germany is getting an email from me like, I'll be the same. One bed house, please. Yes. <laughs> Any? <laughs> Four nights to sleep, pillow. <laughs> like, what is this? You're welcome. Yeah, there's like, okay, girl. But yeah, I generally feel like, because, you know, I, I like between my work email, personal email, and also to my phone, I switched phone numbers like less than a year ago. And um, I stopped getting my old scammers. Like I started getting new scammers, new text mm. message scams and all this sort of stuff like that. My rule of thumb is if I'm seeing three typos in a sentence, something's not right. Because usually autocorrect will help you out in a pitch. Yes. So if I'm seeing three typos in a sentence, from a, a very strange number, it's just letting me know that like, there's nothing wrong with my auto insurance. And like, right. <laughs> and autocorrect will give you like, this ain't subject verb agreement. Since no. these subjects Mm-mm. and verbs is disagreeing, they in a fisticuffs. Let us help you. Like Mm-mm. they'll, they'll do a lot. And sometimes it's wrong, but they'll do a lot to help you. So I'm like, this was run through a translator and copy pasted. Mm-hmm. So as we say, look, y'all check the emails. Does the Amazon have a zero for an O? Like, just check everything. Yes. The type, like the how they're typing, the font they're typing in to see if it's legit. And if they're asking you for information, nobody really needs to ask you for information that they don't have. Unless you're like filling out paperwork for a job. Right. Unless there's some incentive that like you are doing. If somebody randomly asks you for information, don't give it to them. And I'm glad that um, Selena realized this was a scam and did not participate because what? But tell y'all's grannies and y'all grandpas. I'm telling y'all, if y'all not going to call them, at least help them not get scammed because you're not going to get no inheritance. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Somebody else will be living off of it. If you're not calling them, the scammers are. That's true. Oh, wow. That one, that's deep. You're not calling yeah. the scammers out. Wow. If you ain't calling Pop Pop, listen, the scammers, <laughs> the scammers are, okay? He's uh, feeling loved by the robbery community, okay? I mean, at, you know what, though? I have to say, if you go through the channels of, you know, really building up a little, a little confidence, you know, between you and the person, it's kind of like, I don't know. You're giving them, you're giving them a listening ear. You're giving them some shine. It's then maybe like, you earned it. That's you what I'm saying. Get, I'm like, maybe you earned a job. it. Maybe you earned it. Maybe you, you should get paid. But this is a, I haven't heard of this. I haven't heard of people because making a Google voice. And so I researched it before I read it. And I was and in the U.S., you can make your number, your Google voice number. So this is effective. Wow. 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 That was good. That's news I can use. Thank you so much. Thank you, Selena. <laughs> news I can use. I'm stealing that. I said it. Y'all remember that differently. <laughs> remember I said that. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break for some more non-skim advertising. So we'll be back with the historic hoodwinks that you have all been waiting for. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi Points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly... 
Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Fraud! And we are back. And y'all know who we're talking about. Congressman George Santos. Mm. Mm. Maybe that's his name. <laughs> I'm sorry, First I of his name. It. First of his name. Maybe made it up. <laughs> and, and look at this man. <laughs> look at the smile. I had people not know that this man was a criminal from this Congress uh, photo because... It's giving, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> he, no, I love, literally, he's smiling so hard. All however many muscles of his cheeks are working overtime. Okay. Listen. He feels so good. He feels so good. He I know this so was good. a high. He was like, I can't believe they let me up in here. And Anybody who's pictures. ever lied to call out sick from work has felt, I think, a little bit of this that's sort of like, oh, I got him. <laughs> I got him. He's got feeling him. that on like the ultimate. The, on the it's ultimate the got level. him smile. Honestly, yeah. I'm looking at it and it's giving me joy. I don't know why, <laughs> but like, I'm getting secondhand joy from his smile. <laughs> oh, it feels it, uh, something about like, it. I gotcha, know. bitch. <laughs> it's just, it feels good. It feels good. The joy is palpable, I'll say. The joy, it the, is. The, the photos emanating joy. Okay, come on, scammer boy Joy. I I, I, I kind of live right now. Let's see if I'm going to continue to live. So Congressman George Santos made history as the first openly gay, non-incumbent Republican elected to the House of Representatives. He also is making history as the most fraudulent politician to have been elected to Congress. <laughs> we need a statue. I want a statue of that smile. <laughs> but where would it be? Honestly, I don't know. Put it in Boston next to that terrible MLK statue. <laughs> I, can't, I can't speak on the statue. You know what? I don't have any. I don't have anything kosher to say about that statue. I'm not going to speak on it. Brittany, I'm you be redacted. You be redacted. But I'm gonna go ahead and put it on wax. That statue is weird, y'all. We all know it's weird. It's like from certain angles, it looks like somebody's going down on somebody, and then from other angles, it's like, and why is the head cut off? And also, like, 
can we just get rights? We, we don't, we just want equality. We don't need no more statues. Like, uh, it, it, like uh, when they do Confederate statues, it'd be like a whole dude, a whole racist on a horse and <laughs> the, the horse is bucking and stuff. And you see his whole face and it's like general hate the blacks. And like, there's a plaque, but then we get like a, a random weird bronze, huge hug. I don't, and of course it's in Boston. I'm sorry. I'm dragging it. Cause I saw it and I was like, no ma'am, no ma'am. <laughs> I, I, it's one of those things where it's just like I, I've been so curious because I mean, as soon as I saw it, <laughs> my mind went to a place I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take my mouth to the place that my mind went. You, you know walk that tightrope, Brittany, because you're a journalist. Okay, okay, I'm, right. I am so, unserious. <laughs> so I, but I saw it, and I watch you pull it up over here. I don't know. I'll, I'll post it on the Instagram. Like, not only this is the thing y'all can't see this, but uh, there's a Zoom. Um, we're you will see Zoom. it on Insta. And yes, and literally Judith is scrolling <laughs> so that I can see it. Look how many bad angles there are. Oh, it's just so it's it's one of those things where I just wonder, like, you wonder how these things come together. There is no point at which someone was like, you know, from a certain angle, it's kind of giving not what you want to give. And you know they looked at it from every angle. I you saw, I went did. on a deep dive. They had the whole like 3D printer mock-up of this. Right. Like this is right. not an accident. Right. What happened? That's what I just, uh, what happened? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the- Is maybe, it is it feminist? Like uh, if we all eat <laughs> coochie, we'll be free? I, 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 <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> But I just, Ooh, I'm I, going to hell. I just don't know. Yeah, I just nobody. It's one of those things <laughs> where you just wonder, like, was there nobody who was like, obviously, a group of people commissioned this, right? And then yeah. somebody else made it. And the artist, I'm very familiar with the, the artist, artist is black, <laughs> and he's he's a fantastic artist. But it's one of those things where it's just like, was there nobody on either side of the equation that felt comfortable being like, I know y'all are feeling this. I will say objectively, like when I saw the reference photos and stuff, it does look like it was supposed to look like. I think the art, uh, he did the art. It, oh, it's yeah. just that, it's just that, um, <sighs> it's, um, I, yeah, it's just, yeah, we're gonna move on. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, emotionally, I'm never moving on from that, but, um, Am I gonna take a picture in front of it? Absolutely. Next time I go, I have plenty of family in Boston. I will be back in front of there, squatting, prayer squatting hands, the whole okay, place. prayer hands from the right <laughs> angle too, from the from the right angle that we all saw from the. the I'm gonna be up there with my saw. black power fist to freedom, <laughs> <laughs> to freedom. Okay, you'll never catch me talking publicly bad about this. <laughs> y'all didn't even hear this right now. Let me guess, like y'all, y'all. That's not what I said. That's I said I loved it. You know I said the, I loved it. I don't know they're always heard. judging black women and making us the scapegoat, and that's why <laughs> your mind went there. So stop. That's all. That's all it was. So in 2020, George Santos, 34, ran in the district of Long Island and Queens against a congressman named Thomas Suzozzi. He lost his first race and spent the following years raising money for a campaign against a new Democrat challenger, Robert Zimmerman. He won his race in 2022, flipping a previously Democratic seat. George mm. is known for his praise of former President Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> his support of the January 6th riot 
and for attending a far-right white supremacist GOP gala following his win. So he a prop for the man. Mm. He was like, I love, I love oppression. That's my favorite he, thing. Yeah, also, just, this man is not white. No, he's he's a gay Latino man. And it just seems like um n- none of the causes that you just uh none of the causes or the politicians that you just mentioned that he supported, they don't seem like they align with the sort of values that <laughs> many marginalized people have mm. for their lives, livelihood, and sanity. Also, a lot of politics is theater. And some people, like the Candace Owens of the world, have... Because Candace used to be a liberal. She used to be a Democrat. And I think as a Black woman in a sea of other Black women who are speaking facts... And I I vote blue, but I also realize that most politicians are scammers no matter what side of the line they're on. Mm. Um, I'm just voting. Like, we used to have merch that was for Joe Biden. It was a shot to leg 2020 because he said, you know, maybe police should stop shooting people in the heart and maybe shoot them in the leg. And I was like, that's what we're voting for. Donald Trump's a shot to the heart. Joe Biden's a shot to the leg. So leg 2020, baby. Like, <laughs> like we're just trying to live, you know? <laughs> So I I get that people know that they can stand out by using the scam of like I'm diverse I'm I'm Latinx and I'm also queer and there's money to be yeah made. oh there's money to be made to be had oh yeah and obviously you know George realized that and he cashed in and I think that there are kind of two mindsets of people in this respect of like there's people who are like. If we get out there, we can change the way that things are and we can make things better. And there's other mm-hmm. people like, I got one life and this seems to be how shit is going. So I'm just going to try to get mine. <laughs> so <laughs> he was trying to get his. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the coin on that side of the aisle for pulling those sorts of um, 180 turns that we see mm. a lot of people make uh, or appearing to go against their own obvious self-interest <laughs> yes as people of color or queer people are, or people of other marginalized identities i'm sure the money is good i mean clarence thomas I'm was sure about to vote good. against interracial marriage and he married to a whole white lady <laughs> like, <laughs> right oh lord lord and, and a, no, real, a humdinger at that too but yeah yeah truly but not surprising that we know since Anita Hill, that man ain't no good. Mm. So that's why you're going to live a long time. When you evil, you live good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you got no stress. No stress. You got no empathy. So more recently, he's also known for fabricating almost every aspect of his personal and professional history. Just a small detail. So George Santos was born on July 22nd. Not a cancer man. Mm. I was just going to say he's a cancer. <laughs> I'm a cancer. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm a Scorpio. So I'm a fellow water sign. And people think that this is the type of stuff we do. But meanwhile, it's y'all. Okay, listen. It's the men, though. <laughs> that's actually the ones who identify as men. It's true. all of them. That's it's true. 150 percent true. Over here, we don't we don't begin down like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you identify as a cancer man, you evil. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Yo, people too. The Scorpio men also evil. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Actually, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So he was born July twenty second, nineteen eighty eight, to Brazilian immigrants Fatima Devolder and Jarcino Santos Jr. He was raised in Queens, New York, but as a teenager, he spent some time with his mother in Rio, in the suburb of Rio de Janeiro. 
His mother worked as a nurse, and in 2008, at the age of 19, George stole the checkbook of a man she was caring for in order to make fraudulent purchases. They always oh, start young. Oh, wait. So the mom okay. was a nurse. She was taking care of people, and he was and like, let me take care of myself. He took the checkbook. Wait, he took the checkbook? Yes. He went to his mama nursing oh, job baby. to bring your son to work day, and he, he said, I'm leaving with something. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! And we, and we talk about that all the time on this podcast. You got kids who want to get in work. If they want to make a lemonade stand, you might have a criminal. <laughs> 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 Why they like money so much? <laughs> so he's how did this even co- become a part of his record? This is like the the George. Sample this is the beginning. Is that deep? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So he stole the checkbook. Yes. Wow. So two years later, he confessed to the crime and was charged. But today, oh. the case remains unsolved after he disappeared from authorities. So he was like, it was me. And then he was like, me. Wait, <laughs> I heard this story. I didn't realize he was that young, though, when he did that. Yes. And he confessed and they went after him? It, well, he left. Oh. <laughs> he, he, apparently, he confessed to authorities and then was like, all right, well, I'm going to head out. <laughs> like... <laughs> Court, nah, we don't got to do all that. Oh, I cleared my wow. conscience. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Okay. So in addition to hiding his criminal past, George skewed several other personal details during his campaigns. Though he was born and raised Catholic on his campaign website, he described his grandparents fleeing to Ukraine to escape anti-Jewish persecution during World War II. What? And later described himself as a non-observant Jew. So what? he said, I'm gay, I'm Latinx, Shabbat Shalom, <laughs> what? I'm Republican. Wait, wait, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like that's an easy, like, you know, okay, so this is the thing. So me and my husband have been talking about this, about being a dyed-in-the-wool scammer. I feel yeah. like when people like to run scams and they're of the dyed-in-the-wool variety, they tell those types of lies. Lies that are like anybody. It's like if I just told you my name was Tiffany. It's yeah. very easy to find out that's not my name. It's very easy to find out that's not my name. That doesn't stop me from telling you that's my name. But think about the average person. We take information from people as face value. I don't Google people to see if that's their real name. I don't no. like but do any he, research. But, like, but he's like a candidate, I think is the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but how often are you Googling what a candidate says other than like Politico or like fact checkers? How often are you Googling stuff that people say on the campaign stump to see true. if it's not true? Well, also Unless too, you have like a amazing liar like Herschel Walker, who's a natural born comedian. Then we're all <laughs> looking into it because we're like, this is hilarious. This man <laughs> Well, also, too, people don't necessarily like until you reach a certain level of public renown. Uh, people are not always going to dig in and actually find out. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not actually going to always dig in and find out. And we have over 400. Well, we have 435 congressmen. Like, yeah, we have a lot of people. In the house. Nobody's looking into everybody in the House of Representatives unless you become a superstar like AOC or, you know, like nobody's exactly. really checking. You just exactly. some dude. Exactly. So both of his grandparents were actually born in Brazil. And George has since said, I never claimed to be Jewish because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jewish. Um, Wait, but you that means you claim to be Jewish. I never claimed to be Jewish. I just said I was Jewish. Y'all wild. (laughs) Okay, I had a yarmulke on, but I I ain't say all that. (laughs) 
<laughs> my hand was cold. I don't know. Y'all crazy. <laughs> like, I'm going to start lying like that. That's good. I like that. Just like, I'm going to start just being like, you know what? I know that's what I said, but that's not what I said. Listen, I know that's what I said, but. And if you're confused, it's wrong. because you don't believe black women and I don't have time for that. Mm, mm. And y'all got to do better. Mm. Y'all need to start learning and growing. <laughs> <laughs> we could be so evil. Oh. So he has also claimed that he's biracial and his father is Angolian, though there's no evidence to support this. So now he's trying to bring... <laughs> Why am I in it? Why to... I was going to say, like... <laughs> Angola is in Africa, right? Angola is absolutely in Africa. Yes. That's absolutely what I was like, yes. She was like, I'm also Africa. a black. I'm a black Jew and I'm Republican and I'm gay and I'm also Latino. Well, actually... This person, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so George has repeatedly claimed his mother's life was claimed by 9-11, though oh, she yeah. died of cancer in 2016. So 9-11 happened in 2001, bro. Like, that's How 15 years. Uh, she died 15 years later. Why didn't he even, like, never mind the obvious fact this is already disrespectful to people who actually did lose loved ones. Yes. Right? In the September 11th attacks, right? On top of it, why does the timeline not match up like that? Like, why? Like, it'd be one thing if she passed in 2001 and then he could, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like, no, you don't understand, Brittany. Like, she died in 2001 when 9-11 happened. She, but she did, she was breathing for 15 more years, but really she had died (laughs) at that moment. She died at that moment and then she passed away in 2016. Yes. Y'all don't understand. Y'all like don't understand the logic. that. <laughs> like, like the logic. What are you talking about? What? I went to middle school with a girl who I'm not gonna say her name because I remember 9-11. I remember I was like nine mm-hmm. and the teachers like had the TVs on and then all of our parents picked us up early and it was like this whole thing. There were no planes in the sky. And I remember coming back to school the next day and this girl who like always really kind of wanted attention. Um she told us all that her uncle had died in 9 11 and she was lying. <gasps> and we felt so bad for her. She was oh lying. My gosh. Like, why would you lie about that? I mean, it's like so messed up to do that at nine, but at least you're also nine. Like, why are you doing right. that? This is a grown ass man. Years old? 34. Like, why are you doing that? Like, also, we can check to see if your mom, when your mama passed, like, there's death record. What are you doing? You know, I I just like this is the thing. I don't know. It's just it's it's like a, it's a compulsion. You know what I'm saying? When you are a public figure and you're lying at the level where you're just making shit up that you know people can obviously look up and and fucking say, oh, this isn't true. He's lying. Like you, it's a compulsion. It's not about actually covering the no. ass. And you or feel like more this high. We saw his picture. We saw his picture. He was high off the lie. Oh, in that photo, God. he was zooted. <laughs> zooted off the deception. He was like, whoa, I done made it this far. That uh, <laughs> we doing a photo shoot? Oh, sky's the limit. limit. He was like, I'm going to be president. Because I mean, after you see Donald Trump become president, like, I mean, I know they used to tell kids anything was possible and anybody could be president. But honestly, I really feel like Donald Trump becoming president <laughs> really opened up the mind's eye of all the American children. I'm like, damn, we can do anything. Anything. <laughs> Anything's possible. This grandpa? <laughs> oh, okay. This orange bastard? Oh, wow. Okay, we all in there. We all in there. Anything can be possible. Y'all, y'all can go to the moon. 
<laughs> so for the entirety of his political career, George has identified as a married gay man. However, it was not disclosed until December 2022 that he had previously been married to a woman from 2012 to 2019. That's not uncommon. A lot of gay men marry women. Yeah, lots they, of people, they, they change their men. mind or they, yeah. they learn new things about themselves. Exactly. They want something else. Or they're bi or whatever. Like, exactly. you know, like whatever so he divorced this woman 12 days before he officially filed his first congressional campaign so he said i'm not gay no more because <laughs> he needed to be, oh or i'm God. not straight no more he said i'm not straight no more i got to i, <laughs> Count I me gotta out. get these votes his wife was like i'm so excited for the campaign he was like girl you ain't gonna be there okay? oh my god wait so <laughs> Wow. I mean, that was quick. I mean, he filed for divorce and was like, all right, new, new, new marriage to me. They were married for seven years and 12 days before his campaign, he hit her with the divorce now, papers. Have they talked to her? Because she's somebody I have. I just want to, it's one of those things where I want to be like, he's definitely shared some untruths <laughs> at a level oh, that is like, uh, for sure. That is so astronomical. It's one of those I just want to be like, is this, like, did you ever know? Did, did anything ever seem off to you? Did you ever send him to the store? And he never she came never back met change? that man. She never met that man. You think so? <laughs> no, he, I think he was completely fabricating. And also depending on what their dynamic was, obviously he had run for Congress before he was very busy. Right. You know, when you don't see people a lot, you only see them in small bursts or intervals. You can right. keep a lie up for a long time, but there's no way in hell she knew that man. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you were sleeping with a stranger. Lifetime. Oh, I was going to say <laughs> lifetime. Lifetime. I, I smell a check. Mm, girl, so, write the book. Sell it to Lifetime. Sell the, <laughs> sell the script because we want to know what it was like living with him. So his resume. At around the same time he would have been in Brazil doing crime, George claims he was attending Baruch College where he earned a bachelor's degree in finance and economics. On at least one campaign website, George also claimed to have attended New York University. He has since admitted that he never graduated from college and both institutions have been unable to find records that he was ever a student. Well... <laughs> look college is a scam nobody's looking for these diplomas i got one i don't know where it is i nobody could have just I mean, said i went mine's at my parents house and nobody i've only been asked for proof of it once N and not for a job like to join some like i used to think i was going to get a, a, an mba this is a lifetime ago and in order to join a pre all black women think about getting an nba it's like a rite of passage it's a rite of passage you you get the practice books you think you're gonna like you take the mm -hmm. you take a practice is it gre mat gmat oh gmat gmat yeah i take a little practice gmat yep. <laughs> i forgot what it was called for a second um and then yeah and then you don't go uh that's what happened to yeah. me and that was the only time i think i was trying to get into like a pre not even a pre mb like a pre like it was like a program that helped black people learn to apply to business school and they asked for my transcripts <laughs> and um yeah that was enough for me i said you know what i've sent them once i'm not doing that again and i know right. what you're talking school. about transcripts i haven't but done yeah, that since high no, school no nobody's asking that no, you go to a job. They just believe that you went to whatever college. They're just trying to fill the position, you know. Exactly. And if you're young out there, if you're especially if you're entering the service industry, 
nobody wants you if you don't have any previous jobs, even though they have to train you on the job. So just put some stuff on there. Put some stuff on there. They all lie. Don't be honest about stuff like that. No, they're not going to call. Don't worry about it. So after he graduated college, in quotes, George says he worked at Citigroup, a Wall Street investment banking company, as an associate asset manager. That's vague enough. However, not only could the company not confirm that he had worked there, Citigroup sold off its asset management operations in 2005. So he worked <laughs> in a job that didn't exist. George, can you just do a Google? Like, hit, Google is free, George. It'll tell you when 9 11 happened. It'll it really t- will. Maybe <laughs> like, he thought it was like September 11, 2016. Right. I'm just like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what are these extinct jobs, George? Were you a milkman? We ain't been delivering milk in, in I don't know how long. <laughs> He's probably like, I, uh, he probably was like, actually, um, I own several Blockbusters. That's where I got, I got my, I got my wealth from owning, I own several Blockbusters. To locations. this day. To, to this, this day. day. And they're turning a profit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, pro- late very days, profitable. They hit. Like, sir. So after working at City, which he never did, George says he moved on to work at a hospitality technology company, Met Global, in addition to a brief stint at Goldman Sachs. We even worked everywhere, George. Have you ever had a job? Because none of these are real. How did you make money? That's you a had a whole wife. Like we have you had to have been employed. So neither companies have been able to find proof of his employment, and George has since said his claims of involvement with them were worded poorly. Man. <sighs> when I said I worked there, y'all misinterpreted that. I said <laughs> I've been to a city bank. <laughs> I've used their ATMs. Field. I went to City Field. To y'all got it confused. Yeah. Like I just don't under Again, like, just like, what if if you're going to lie at this level, why not Google? If you're going to tell stories, get them straight. If you're going to be a professional liar, if you're going to clock in to con every day at 9 a.m., like, please, just one quick search. Like, you don't even have to go to the, the several O's on Google. The first O going to give you what you need. <laughs> please. <laughs> No. So in an interview with WNYC, during which George was defending not calling out his homophobic Republican colleagues, he claimed that his company lost four employees during the 2016 Pulse nightclub shooting. So now you're attaching yourself to a tragedy that killed like over 50 people. Like, what are you doing? You already attached yourself to 9-11. Like, sir. Four employees? None of Pulse nightclub victims ever worked at a company George has worked at. Oh, my God. So he was really trying to keep up the sympathy. He was like, I'm gay. And I'm Jewish. And also I'm black. And also, like, my mother was killed in 9-11. And also I lost four employees to the Pulse nightclub. It's just like, it's like, yuck. Like, yuck. Like, are you just saying things at this point? It doesn't even feel like you thought these lies through. Like, did you prep these lies? I just you write them in your lie journal. That's I I don't. I just (laughs) what? Also, it's just like again, it's uh, it's so strange to keep telling these kind of lies. It's like uh, uh, okay, okay. So I just mean, listen. He was doing political theater. He saw what everybody else was doing. He said, "I'm gonna do y'all one." I'm gonna do that too. 
So animal rescue charity. Good Lord. In 2013, at the same time George claimed to have been climbing the ranks of Wall Street, he founded Friends of Pets United. Friends of Pets would later be used during his congressional campaign as proof of his history of philanthropic work during 2013 to 2018. According to IRS records, the group never held a tax-exempt status and was never registered as a charity despite George's claims of otherwise. In 2017, Friends of Pets held one fundraiser with a New Jersey animal rescue group. The event was ticketed at $50 a ticket and promised drinks, a live band, and donated raffle items. So he held one event. He said, that's enough for a charity. I held one event. (laughs) But he was running charity for what, like five years? One event. He Okay, look, he stretched it a little bit. He just, you know... They did do one charity event, okay? <laughs> they just fundraised really good that one time. Really good. They got all they needed. The, the pets were good after that. <laughs> Fido was said, like, arf, arf, and they were they like, said, we're good. We're good. We have enough friends. We got enough Alpo and Friskies <laughs> for all the girls. We don't need to come back. So, however, the event's beneficiary never received any of the funds. Shocker. Only excuses from George as to why they weren't sent. Oh, my God. He said, I was raising awarenesses. Y'all got at least 150 awarenesses. I didn't say I was going to give you money. And so I'm done. Yeah. Oh, you thought we was raising money for charity? No, no, no. We was just letting them know about y'all. Oh, my God. This man, oh, a a criminal. So at the same time, George had money problems. In November 2015, the landlord of his Whitestone Queens apartment filed an eviction claim suit claiming that George owed $2,250 in unpaid rent. That seems seems like one month. Yeah, that seems like one month. Yeah, it's more expensive to take somebody to court for for one back month of rent than to just. I mean, it's Queens. Maybe it was like $600. And then, maybe I mean I don't know. Be I like, mean Queens is expensive now. I can't move to Queens. No, Queens is expensive now. But I think oh maybe back then. this is 2015, so it was a Queens little cheaper. Is, Queen, a little a slight, a slight, slightly, slightly. But yeah, that's still. Uh, but 2250 is. I still feel like it's not enough money to go to court over. But okay, yeah, okay. it's okay. not. It's not like where did y'all go, Judge Judy? Yeah, like I was gonna, small claims. Well, under they 5, pay, they'll pay it for everything. So actually, it's not a bad idea. True. Please, Dude, somebody, please, out. somebody, please calm the Judge Judy records to find out if he was ever on it. I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> I feel like he would be. I, to know. I think he'd be like, I got a proposition for you. <laughs> Let's go to L.A. to sell this. <laughs> so in May of 2017, George was evicted once more from a rent-stabilized apartment in Sunnyside, Queens, after owing more than 10000 in unpaid rent and bouncing a check. In 2017, you were writing checks and people were accepting them? Yeah, what? Also, with what? Do you account? have checks? I with what checks. money? Like, I the, of all the things, uh, this is the thing. All the things that you've told me, I'm, I'm hearing claims from him and then I'm hearing a lot of evidence that makes it sound like everything he said is not true. So my question is, where's the paycheck coming from? Where are the paychecks coming from? Well, clearly, I don't know if he's getting them. He's making up all his jobs. He's making up his rent. Everything's false. But by 2021, George had claimed he was an owner and landlord of 13 properties. So 
He started fighting with his landlord. And he was like, this could be my new profession. <laughs> be a fake landlord. <laughs> Just start hitting people up and be like, actually, you owe me, you owe me rent. Right. They're like, George, what's it like to be a landlord? Listen, it's a lot of, you know, pipes be bursting. AC. Uh, locks. Changing light bulbs. Yeah, lots of light bulb work. I'm <laughs> like, okay, this is enough. We believe you. He even ran his campaign on housing issues and landlord rights and complained that his tenants had not paid rent during the year of the pandemic rent moratorium. So, you know, they like suspended rent for a little bit during the right, pandemic. So I right, love right, how right. he's projecting. He's like, I'm taking all the angry emails my landlord sent them and now I'm rehearsing them and studying them. And now <laughs> I will do this performance. He's like, thank you for the material. <laughs> what also how are you campaigning against yourself you're getting evicted from places oh sir oh my gosh yeah you're I just, unhoused again it's like against your own interests what's going on the record shows you were not paying rent so why are you going in on people who are not paying rent also you're not a landlord you ain't lorded over nobody's land no sir. <laughs> no there is no evidence of you ever having been a landlord. What is this about? I also just love that he's faced all of this, you know, oppression. And I I call it that because, like, housing should not, it should be something that everyone can have. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting kicked out of my home. I'm going to pretend I'm the one kicking me out. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, how, what? that's where your brain went? Yeah, I know. it's interesting how like um, figuring out how to pay the money back, figuring out how to get a place of his own. Like none of those. All it was like, no, not good enough. Uh, uh, not a, not doing this. Mm-mm. And it's like, hmm. He was like, I'm gonna be the oppressor. Exactly. So the only real estate he has listed on required financial disclosure forms for his campaign is an apartment in Rio de Janeiro. They ain't gonna check that. Who gonna check me, boo? He has since claimed that he actually owns no property and is currently living with his sister in New York where she faces eviction for $40,000 Right, that's what I was gonna say. I know she is facing, I, I know she's she got sued for back rent. So what's going on? Listen, they don't do rent. Some people don't do rent. Like, what? You know what, though? I'm not going to lie. If I could claim, like, oh, I have property in another country or, like, oh, I'm from this other country and we do things, I would constantly be lying. I would be like, oh, we actually don't do that where I'm from. Like, where I'm from, yeah. we don't pay rent. So y'all are behind. Where I'm from, we don't pay rent. We just... Y'all want money for me to live here? That's it's weird. so barbaric. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah Get it together. <laughs> that's, I'll, I'll just constantly be like, we don't just do close that. my door very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> what? Weird. Just laughing. <laughs> y'all crazy. Nah, I moved in here. I didn't say I was going to get y'all money every month. Oh, no. Nah. The first? Nah, Mm-mm. absolutely not. So it's unclear how many properties George owns, in quotes, and how he could have gone from being twice evicted to a mid-sized landlord, but his finances reflect a similar journey. Curious. Fake funds. In 2020, financial disclosures from his first campaign, he was listed as making $55,000 a year as vice president of Link Bridge Investors, a company that connects investors with fund managers. Okay. What? Well, wait, $55,000 a year? To be the vice president uh, of an investment man. company? What? Well, he not invested. He he calls. He's like, oh, let me get you somebody to invest for you. Let me get on the phone and call them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But still, 55K is not the right number for that kind of a job. Okay. No, okay. N- listen. Whatever. Okay. 
So when his campaign began, George moved on to become a regional director of Harbor City Capital, a Florida-based investment company. But soon after, the SEC filed a lawsuit accusing the company and its founders of running a $17 million Ponzi scheme. So he went to work for crime and (laughs) the government pulled up. Oh, my gosh. That's That's probably why they hired him. They were like, you seem like someone who will (laughs) cook the books with us. What kind of seasonings you got for the books? He was like, I got that heen. I got um, every every uh, everything bagel seasoning because I'm also Jewish. <laughs> and I got Larry's because I'm black. <laughs> he came up ready to put. He came up literally ready to sous vide. It's like how do you how do you want them cooked? Right. He was like, Over I got the easy. sous vide because I'm black. Okay, yes. see, I have everything I need to cook these books. Seventeen million dollar Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn, that's real money. Damn. <laughs> so despite the suit, George received payments from Harbor as recently as April of 2021. To, well, at least they were paying their employees. Look, they might have been stealing $17 okay. Million. okay, okay. They said, they we'll do- break you off a piece. Okay. They doing better than the freelance companies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we may do crime, but we're going to pay you on time. We will pay. You know what, though? There's a reliability to that that I cherish. Right. I'm not mad at it. So two weeks after Harbor was taken down, former Harbor executives formed a company called Red Strategies USA. They went right back to the grip. Owned by a parent company, Devolder Organizations. We've heard that word before. So George was the sole manager and operator of Devolder and said that he made money by brokering luxury purchases for wealthy clients such as $20 million yachts. Okay. Okay. So he's the middleman again. He's like, you want a yacht? Come over here. (laughs) I'm your guy. (laughs) Okay. So both companies ultimately folded for failing to file annual reports. But by the time DeVolder went under, George claimed its value was over $1 million. Mm, He really was following the Donald Trump blueprint. (laughs) (laughs) All my companies are at a loss. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bankruptcy. Like, okay. So while this may have explained his relatively sudden increase in fortune, there are still a number of questions surrounding DeVolder's organization. Of course, because... It's all a question mark. And we ain't got no answers. I ain't heard an answer yet. No, uh uh-uh. I just heard like a string of highlights that are later found to be untrue. (laughs) That's all I'm hearing right now. Y'all thought I was lying when I was lying? That's wild. That's crazy. (laughs) Y'all are tripping. I was just telling unconfirmed truths. Okay. I was just try- I was just trying to spread a couple rumors. I just It's to- your fault that you couldn't figure out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I told it to you. So he claims he claims to have earned a salary of $750,000 and dividends ranging between 1 million to 5 million in 2020 and 2021 despite the company's value being in the same range. So he's just lying. So now he's like, "I'm rich." <laughs> okay, sir. He's like, whatever it takes to be a Republican. He's like, I'm rich. I hate everything that I should stand for. What else do y'all need? The DeVolder organization also had no identifiable public assets, property, or website. He's like, y'all not going to find me. No website. Wait. No office. What do you have? An email address? Just a name? No email. account. (laughs) If he had an email, it was at Hotmail. That's where you do crime. (laughs) I got to get one of these kind of companies. They're constantly paying. Can't find them. Right. That's the dream. So additionally, Georgia's campaign disclosure form offered no information as to clients that could have provided these profits that he's talking about. So he don't got nobody to call. Oh my God. He said, it just they said, who are the clients? He just wrote, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> 
hero people. <laughs> He's just like and looking at things in the room, like um. right. <laughs> meanwhile, he people. Yeah, it was a full Mrs. Doubtfire. He was like <laughs> shirt desk, <Yeah>. Mr. Shirt desk, <laughs> like, Mr. Uh, ballpoint ballpoint pen. <laughs> <laughs> Big pen, Mr. Big pen. Big pen? Yeah. So that's what you're writing with. <laughs> no, Mr. Blue Big Pen. This is black. <laughs> so this violated the campaign requirements to disclose any compensation in excess of $5,000 from a single source. Note, uh, as of January 11, 2023, the company has been reinstated. Okay. He brought you it can't back. keep a bad bitch down. You can't. Amen. Go ahead. So the influx of cash from un- unidentified sources through a company that has no discernible operations allowed George to donate $700,000 to his own campaign in 2022. Okay. So now, invest in yourself. That's what I'm saying. Invest in yourself. 2023, invest in yourself. If you walk away with nothing from this conversation, this is the year to invest in yourself because that could be you. You could be grinning ear to ear like that, like a damn Cheshire cat in your Congress <laughs> photo. Yo, think you about so it. happy. I can't wait for y'all to see this photo because I've never <laughs> seen a happier. I don't think I've ever been that happy in my life. I, mean, I haven't. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that in therapy. I'm going to show my therapist that picture. <laughs> I'm be like, how can I get here? <laughs> this is where I want to be in life. I have smiled like that since the day I got married. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the kind of smile that we're seeing from George Santos right now. I put him on my vision board. I want to wake up and feel like that picture every day. <laughs> we all deserve that kind of happiness. <laughs> Night vision board. <laughs> I'm going to stroke that picture every day before I go to work. <laughs> One day, George, I'm going to be as happy as you in this congressional I'm photo. I'm telling you, that photo is about to blow up on Pinterest after this episode drops. Yo, he smiles so hard. I saw his esophagus. Like, I've never <laughs> seen that much of somebody's mouth. <laughs> It's like, are those tops? Like, this man is happy. Good Lord. $700,000. Yes. Mm. To himself. Invest in you, y'all. Get that massage, okay? Or put $7,000 or $700,000 into your own campaign. (laughs) So when reporters visited the address listed under said donation, the person living there did not know who George Santos was. So he done spun the block. (laughs) (laughs) got somebody's address and was like they gave it to me them that's like when you get mail and it'd be like Lacey Mosley or current resident exactly you <laughs> say like, current resident gave me this donation on the top I'm about so during his campaign he spent a considerable amount of funds on travel from $40,000 in flights across the country to $17,000 in Florida on restaurants and hotels so now he can write this money off so he's like right. I gave the money to myself now I'm balling out Many of his receipts for restaurants expenses totaled exactly $199.99. One cent below the threshold of requiring receipts. Oh my God. Wait, this is, I'm not going to lie. Like, should I run for office? This is, I, mean, I don't know. This is sounding good. This I, is sounding listen, good. I was student body president and student council president, and they made me give one up because they said other people need achievements. And I was like, I want them both. You want them both. They shouldn't have done that to you. See? Racism. See? But I was like, I'll keep the one with the speech because it was senior year. So I was like, I'll okay. keep the one with the speech. I okay. kept class president. But I was like, I earned them both. No, and I did this all is the work. Noir. You should go back. You should right. see them. So <laughs> what happens now? 
As of January 9th, 2023, the Campaign Legal Center filed a complaint with the Federal Election Commission accusing George of using campaign funds for personal use and obscuring funds sources. Now, let's not lie. Like, all these politicians ain't... you Listen, the girls be in my inbox asking for $2 every other day. I know these $2 ain't going to freedom. I sign up and people are asking me for money every day. I don't sign every up for the day. emails. They just started appearing. And they're like, it's an emergency. And don't let, like... When, you know, the Supreme Court was voting on abortion rights and shit, whoo, the girls were like, hey, if y'all want to keep having a pussy, uh, y'all need to give us $3 <laughs> right now. Because <laughs> they tried to take it from you. They no, they were, they were, the email marketing was at an all-time high, I feel like. In 2022, I was getting emails like I had never gotten emails before. That's part of the reason I ran out of Gmail space. I'm at 98% of Gmail space. And you want to I had to start paying for it. Do you know that if you, so I was like getting the warnings about uh-huh, running out of uh-huh, Gmail uh-huh. space. And I was like, fuck that. Like, I uh, that's for Gmail. I'm just like, you know what? This is y'all's Don't fault. do it. Don't do it. Because it'll get to a point where... They just shut your shit off. <gasps> and I had a callback for this movie. Didn't get the audition because Gmail no. was like, oh, you're not going to pay? The, the skirt, skirt, your mail is off. <laughs> you know what? That's so... You ain't going to see mail from Gmail. <laughs> like, that is fucked up. They turned my shit off. No warning. Just turned it off. Wait, so what happened with the callback? I ended up like having to scramble to do it, but I had to pay Gmail. They they shook me That's down. so fucked up. Wait, did you get in the movie? I didn't get that part. Didn't get it. Didn't book it. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Rejection through Gmail is God's protection. Mm. Amen. Think about it. Amen, y'all. That's a word. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> now we passing around the collection plate. Okay, y'all give three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want seven. I want. I want not a penny less than seven hundred thousand. Actually, thank you. I also Please love how they're getting you. creative with the numbers. Like three dollars. <laughs> we just need seven dollars and thirteen cents for freedom. <laughs> Do you want to be free? Like what? Where are these numbers coming from? <laughs> so is this? Is the price of eggs? <laughs> Or, you or know and what? your eggs. Now, that's a NC. Yeah. And that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Do what you want with your eggs for the price of a carton of eggs. Mm. Mm. Wow. Makes mm. you think. <laughs> <laughs> so, wrapping this up, a growing number of his Republican colleagues are calling for him to resign, which he has said he will not do. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, is that I gave a performance. You ate it up. <laughs> Don't ask for your money back now. <laughs> right. George said, no, 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 no way. <laughs> and I know that's right. <laughs> Stay, George. I'm staying. Yes. And we're going to love you. So it's not yet fully clear how all of George Santos's political and professional activities intertwine. But in addition to the FEC, the House of Ethics Committee, and the Office of Congressional Ethics, and the New York Attorney General... And Nassau County Prosecutor's Office have said that they are reviewing the allegations. The girls have linked up. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) we will get to the bottom of this. Wow. Wow. You know, this is ongoing. Oh, it's it's hard because like I 
you, I'm not going to lie. I've kind of been living for this drama. I love the way it's built up. I love the back and forth. I'm really curious to see how things shake out. And I, I don't know, in principle, I do agree with the idea that like, maybe I lied to get here. But yeah. first of all, maybe I lied to get here. Second of all, who who hasn't? Third of all, yeah. you bought it. And fourth of all, so if you bought it, why do you suddenly want to make returns? Like, let's it's just go ahead and, That's what I'm saying. This and is a Nordstrom's. We don't do returns. That's like, what I'm saying. And even Nordstrom's, they changed their shit up from what it used to be. So what I'm saying is, if I was selling it and you were buying it, what's the problem? I agree with wait, that idea on principle. I do. Nordstrom's changed it up because I had an ex who once returned a North Face jacket that he had worn for eight years and they gave him a new one. So I used to work at Nordstrom. And when I was working there, Yes, they had to, didn't matter what it was. You could bring in shoes that you had worn down to the, like through all the way through the soles. And that were from 20 years ago, no receipt. It didn't matter. And they would return it and it would be like, you know, whoop-de-doo. Um, you get your money back and keep moving. But now I believe, I could be mistaken, but I believe that the return policy is now 90 days. No. Yeah. yeah. That was the last version of Scammer Hope in retail. I worked at Nordstrom and like, it wasn't like people were coming to return stuff all the time. That's the thing. It wasn't like people were coming to return stuff all the time. So I, I, I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's about. But you lose commission, right? If somebody returns something at a yeah, certain point. Yeah, but I mean, point, that was terrible. I wasn't making that much commission anyway. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I was, I wasn't selling. I was, I worked in the lingerie department and I just wasn't that good. Oh, in the boudoir. Yes, I did. And I, and so I, I, they, I will, one thing I will say about Nordstrom, they train you to really be really good at fitting bras when you work in the laundry department. Oh, wow. They train you to be so, really good for a while. I've lost, I've lost a little bit of it now, but I used to be able to look at somebody like the, eventually you do it so often, you do it so much, you do it so much that you can look at somebody and be like, okay, this is your size. Just by Oh, looking. I'm so envious of your boobs. Yeah. I know that bra is sitting right, man. You know what? My bras always fit to a T. Judith, why you gonna put in here Nordstrom with a period? I know there's no <laughs> S on it. I'm black. We add the S for seasoning. Like, I can't believe this. <laughs> oh, wait. Judith says, Nordstrom returns received after the 45-day return period may be accepted, but will be subject to a partial refund of 50% of the original sale price. Oh, okay. It started okay. with Nordstrom. All I saw was okay. Nordstrom, and I was like, I, I know saw that I, too, and I, I was know like, there's no S. I was like, powerful. <laughs> the period, I was like, shake the table, Judith. <laughs> Listen, that's all Judith does is shake the table. No, you're right. It is Nordstrom. It's Nordstrom with a period, Judith. Uh, there's no S. I just add that oh, on. Nordstrom. Like, mm. like House of Them Dragons. Nordstrom. We just add extra things. Wait, in. like what? House of Them Dragons. Uh, what's the show called? House of Dragons. House of the Dragon. There's no S. What? <laughs> yes. Are you serious? <laughs> Yes, wait, let me search. I'm almost 100% that we have added in all types of words and things I that actually. literally only thought it was called House of Dragons. That's wild. No. This is like this is like finding out about the Bearstain Bears or whatever. Yeah. That's how house, I feel right now. This is the Black people's uh, mandala effect. Yeah, it's House <laughs> of the Dragon. We've been wow. adding things. I thought it was called the House of Dragons. I thought it was called House of Dragons this whole time. It, House it, of to me Dragons. I'm, I don't. You know what? No, we don't have to claim that. I don't, don't have, have to claim, claim that. that. You know what? I, if there's anything I've learned today, is that I create my own reality. That's right. Whatever That's right. I say in the moment is what's true. And so, 
it's called House of Dragons. And That's I believe you, sis. And I'm Thank on your you. side. Thank and you. now we're at the saddest part of the show, the Ugh. end, where I have to let Brittany go. But before we do that, real quick, we have a scammer of the week. This is where we highlight a charlatan who may or may not be worthy of our praise. We'll see. Today, we're talking about a man who has been using Chance the Rapper's name to scam two victims out of tens of thousands of dollars and has been arrested. Oh, 35-year-old Jeffrey Washington first approached Lulu Cole outside her bank and offered to pay her cell phone bill and mortgage using money from the Community and Economic Development Association, the CEDA, of Cook County in a partnership with Chance the Rapper. Okay. So sure enough, (laughs) Lulu was soon notified by her bank and cell phone company that the payments were posted. Jeffrey was able to convince Lulu's sister he could do the same for her. Okay, a long con. Mm. (laughs) He's just waiting outside the bank and was like, hey, Chance the Rapper want to pay your bills. What is this? I didn't call into a radio station. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. What? I mean, you know what though? Maybe he had a convincing, like maybe he had a, like a nice suit, or he had like a, like a limo, or something. You know what I'm saying? Like but a, still, why does Chance the rapper have people on foot paying bills? Also, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And to me, I mean, the way the way my mom raised me, if anybody came up to me on the street saying they're going to pay my bills, I just need to run. I need to blow a whistle. I need to run because that's not good. Man, I'm of two minds. There's no such thing as a free lunch, but also, if it's free, it's for me. So- <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know where I would have landed. I would have been like, yeah, I'm at AT&T. <laughs> I don't know. No, that, that to me it. just sounds like a big old wooden nickel waiting to happen. But you know what, though? I mean, uh, people get got all the time. And so, you know, it is what it is. It, but I also feel like Chance's persona is corny enough for you to be like, yeah, maybe. To be, you know what else, too? Drake. Remember when Drake was walking around? Was it walking around Miami? He was passing out money to people like in mm-hmm. that fucking music video. Yeah, it probably got people confused. I bet you that was a part of it because, mm. like, maybe you think they're filming. Maybe he had a, a little video. camera phone out and was like, you know, maybe exactly. you think you're about exactly. to be in a music video. Exactly. I love my wife. Hey. Like, I don't know. (laughs) So in exchange for charitable help, Jeffrey asked for just a few cash donations to pay it forward. Now, how are you going to give me money and also ask money from me? I'm the receiver. No. Let's see. That's not how money works. So wait, so they wanted to pay it for. Why would I trust a stranger to pay my money forward to to who else? What if the other person doesn't deserve it? How about that? Yeah. What if they have bad vibes, but they're also in need? Literally, what if they have bad vibes i but also why do i need to pay it for it if you're giving me money why don't you just take the money out of what you gave me and then, and then just pay, pay it to somebody else you know this reminds me of that thing have you seen these videos where people go walk around with the little microphones in like washington square park and they yes. go like oh do you want to take 20 dollars to pay it for or, or double it and pay it forward i'm taking 20 dollars. people are like oh always pay it forward i don't know i don't know what's going on if you have 20 dollars in cash and you're gonna hand it to me and i can walk away i'm gonna take the 20 dollars in cash i'm not doubling it and paying it forward to yeah, who? what kind of trick is this? It's like when people go in the Starbucks line and pay for the person's coffee behind them. It's like all of y'all are at Starbucks buying coffee. Also, I don't, I don't, I don't drink <laughs> coffee, and I don't, so I don't go to Starbucks or anything like that. Like I've been, I've been, but I don't go there like a thing to do. What? How do you know what the other person ordered? How do you just go? I'm gonna pay for their coffee behind me. I, I, I don't even understand how that works. When people do that, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay for the people's food behind me." At Taco Bell. What? Maybe I think they are like overpaying, and then that's kind of nice because maybe it's a tip for the barista and for you know maybe the so. staff. I don't know. It all so, sounds fishy to me. It sounds fishy. It does. 
Is it a myth? Did it ever happen? Mm-mm. Y'all let us know if you paid for somebody's Starbucks. So the few cash donations end up totaling over $70,000. Oh, no. Between Lulu and her sister? What? That's... Huh? Okay, so it took a year for Jeffrey, whose real name is DeMarco Franklin, to be arrested using a photo Lulu took of him the first day that they met. Now, DeMarco slash Jeffrey, why would you get on film with somebody? (laughs) No. Is this DeMarco's selfie? DeMarco! He didn't have a better picture than this one? This, he took this, this is the thing. The thing about this photo is, I can't, it's an off-kilter selfie like it's an off kilter car selfie and it, the expression's not giving anything. The framing's not giving anything. I can't tell if he's wearing a stocking cap or a do-rag. Nothing's happening. And he's giving like it's a giving, sort of side eye, like a cut yeah. side eye. Like, mm. It's also and, giving when you didn't know you clicked in your camera app and then it just takes a picture. Like this doesn't seem like an intentional and photo. This is the thing. It, this is the thing. It does seem intentional. Unfortunately, I think the only reason why this photo is even in front of us is because he took this selfie and he posted it somewhere. And then that's how it got to us. On the well, Lulu said that she took this photo when they met, but I'm not Wait, understanding Lulu how Lulu photo. took this. What? What? Lulu, what where angle? were you? Because the angle. Yeah. What angle? Curious. Y'all will see it. Yeah, so, I don't know. Franklin does not have a relationship with the CEDA, nor do they have any sort of relationship with Chance the Rapper. He's now facing two felony counts of theft by deception, felony wire fraud, and a misdemeanor count of false impersonation of a charity. Mm, Demarco. Aww. Wow, seventy thousand dollars though. What? What? That's... Lulu and her sister. Where they work at? Right. Are they hiring? He knew they had money. He was like, "Let me wait outside the bank and see who got money." Yeah. <laughs> who making deposits and who making withdrawals? Oh. <laughs> That's wild though. That's a lot of money for a free phone bill. <sighs> That's a lot of money. Yeah. Why did y'all do that? Mm-mm. That's beyond paying it forward. Y'all that are, is beyond paying it You forward. should just pay your own damn phone bill. I'm yeah. confused. Um, DeMarco, we can't stand beside you. No. Sorry, DeMarco. That's that's a bridge too far for me. Yeah. Way too far. But we always ask at the end of the show, Brittany, where would you like to be found? Oh, I would... <laughs> that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I would like to be found on... <laughs> I'm one of the last few people still around on Twitter. You can find me at BM Loose on Twitter and also at BM Loose on Instagram. Those are two places you can find me. Um, and, and that's also, L-U-S-E. L-U-S-E. B-M as in Marie L-U-S-E. Um, you also can find me on the radio on uh, some Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays hosting the radio show slash podcast it's been a minute on npr yes. check your local listings and if we're not there in your local listings call your npr local member station and beg for the show and uh, otherwise if you li- you can listen to the podcast version of it's been a minute on tuesdays and fridays every single week we take no days off so um those are the places you can find me yes come on local listings check <laughs> them <laughs> we i look nationally syndicated i just I'm, I'm so blown by it i'm constantly i'm not a nationally syndicated i'm constantly telling everybody Nash you are. I show. love it. I love this for you. You can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D Valacy on all platforms. If you'd like to follow the show and see these photos, like, look, y'all, y'all are going to want George Santos on your vision board. I'm telling you, I've never <laughs> seen a smile brighter. <laughs> this man is so happy. Scam got his pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'm telling you, I'm putting this photo on my wall. I've just never seen anyone happier. It's I'm goals. Gonna, look, I'm going to tell you Con- something right now. <laughs> 
I'm going to tell you something right now. I see you smiling like that, clutching at Emmy in a year's <laughs> time. I'm seeing oh. it. I'm claiming it for you. I'm, from your I, mouth to God's from ears. From my mouth to the scam goddess's ears. To the scam goddess's ears. Okay. In the sky. It's Come your on, year. Sky 2023 scammer. is your year. And you know what? It seems Ooh. like it might be George Santos's too. <laughs> Listen, we all know who he is now. His name is on all of our lips. George, you did it. <laughs> Congregation, stay Santosing. Okay, get up there. Do a little, do a few lives. Just a couple for fun. <laughs> this has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. The Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our recording engineer is Abby Aguilar. And our audio editor is Jesse Karen. Research for the show is done by Kaylin Brand. Stay scamming. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.